Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. <laughs> The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, microphone people. Hello, hello, out there in podcast land. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. That's right. Yeah. How are we doing? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are sitting here on a Sunday evening. It is the Sunday that ends World Pride. Yeah. Three weeks of celebration that we've had here in Sydney uh, that has been just, honestly, it's been this wonderful whirlwind dizzying ride of fun experience to fun experience. We talked about some of them on the last podcast, but I think for me it culminated today in which the alarm went off at 6 a.m. <laughs> which Bradford didn't know that there was a 6 a.m. I didn't know there was a 6 a.m. <laughs> like, if, I still feel like it's more of an urban myth than an urban fact. But yes, so the alarm went off at 6 a.m. I rolled out of bed at 6.17. <laughs> uh-huh. And we went to North Sydney across the bridge. Across the bridge, yeah. Where we walked, we'll say marched. We walked. We strolled. It was a humble stroll. <laughs> it was called a pride march across the Sydney Harbor It was a pride bridge, stroll. But it was very much of an amble or a stroll. Because there were 50,000 people that went across the Harbor Bridge and then around the Call Hill Expressway to the Domain in here in Sydney. Yeah, and it took, I don't know, a lot of hours most of the day, I would have said. Yeah. Like it started, because our group, we got there at 7.30ish, and on the train over, we saw the serpent and the flags, like the very beginning yeah, of it. The 78ers. Yeah. So they must have started, I would have said, right around 7.30, because we were probably just a bit after that. Yeah. And it was really cool to see them going across, you know, as we were on the, the train, just crossing the bridge. And yeah, it was awesome. And so we were really early. We were one of the, we were part of the early crew. And it was fun throughout the day to watch Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And so many people that we knew and so many friends also went across the bridge much, you know, several hours later. Some of them several hours. <laughs> yeah. Later. And it was just fun to see everybody out there having a good time. And, and even when we were doing it, it just, it was, I'm going to say relatively quiet. It was somber. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, there were people talking and laughing and whatnot, but it wasn't like this big raucous thing. And it was just, it was so lovely and calming and you're just walking across the bridge, which is something you don't really get the opportunity to yeah. do very often. And the only real sounds were the occasional train as it would go by and the yeah. helicopter, yeah, uh, the news helicopters that would fly around and, and, and yeah. take the shots. And everybody was in such a good mood. The energy was great. It was just so positive and everybody was happy and it was just this celebration to kind of really kind of close things off. Yeah, it's interesting because for me, I find that now with, I mean, with nothing else, I say this, but you know what I mean, I, with nothing else pride related to look forward to, mm -hmm. I find myself kind of, you know, bummed out. I feel like the, the serotonin levels, the oxytocin has already started to drop and that the, the drop, the subsequent drop that we'll have over the next week to fortnight is going to be kind of intense because it has been from when we started Pride with the Pendulum Party 
And then all of the stuff that we've done in the last three weeks has just been a lot of on, right? It's, yeah. And it's all been positive. Like, I can't think of a single thing that I'm like, oh, I wish we hadn't done. And instead, I'm thinking of all the things that we like, oh, man, I wish we had time to or I wish we had money to or I wish we had yeah. the spoons in order to to do. I think, but more, even more than that, one of the things that sort of struck me as we crossed the bridge, again, with that somber moment or 12, is one of the things that keeps coming back to me is that moment of like, you, I'm going to say belonging and that whole, like, I'm not doing enough. I'm, I, you know, we, we don't, we don't do enough that there, you think about the 78ers and the struggle that people have gone through and then even recently, which uh, we haven't seen a lot of the news coverage because I don't think there has been much news coverage. Uh, Friday night, this recent Friday night here in Newtown, how a group of young Christian men marched through Newtown uh, saying, you know, Christian rights, lives matter and all this and were wearing balaclavas and hoodies and attacking people who were out on the street by throwing wine at them and because there's a lot of outdoor dining and things. Yeah, so, yeah. Like knocking things off of tables, and, pouring wine on people. Yeah, yeah, and this area of town is where we live in a very queer yeah. community, right? So our part of, of Sydney is known as the Inner West. And the Inner West is is sort of a queer haven here in, in Sydney. But like, it, it, I, I think that there's it's been a bit sobering, says drunk Bradford. Uh, <laughs> but it's been a bit sobering looking at this and going, ugh. You know, what more can we do kind of thing. So anyway, my rant is done. I'm curious to see how it does go over the next few days, weeks, whatever, because I feel like a little different to you and maybe there will be a crash coming up, but I feel like because the last few weeks have been so go, 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 busy doing all the things and we haven't had a lot of downtime that today Marching across the bridge, ambling across the bridge, walking across the <laughs> strolling. <bridge. laughs> we delightfully strolled. We strolled. Yeah, it was a beautiful day, and we stopped and took a lot of pictures. We stopped and took a lot of pictures. Eighty three, actually. I mean, yeah, eighty four. Oh, sorry. Um, and a couple videos. <laughs> but I feel like for me that today, knowing that that was the last thing that we had, and that this is kind of the end of it all, I, I was so much more relaxed today than I have been. I would have said in weeks. Yeah, just because I knew that there was a, maybe even. You know, since before we went on the cruise or when we were on the cruise, because I knew that there was nothing else really. I mean, there's stuff to plan for, but there was nothing pride related to plan for. There's nothing else we have to cram in. There's no more. Let's do we have time for this? Do we have time for this? Can we do this? It was just here we are walking across the bridge and it was such a beautiful day. And amongst everybody that was out there and it was just like, all right, this is it. This is this is us. And this is where we are. Yeah. And I think for me, it was just that relaxation and just not having to think about the fact that there's that much more to go. Yeah. I, I can, I can understand that and I can appreciate that. Yeah. It was, it was interesting because like, I think, I think for me, there was a lot of the kind of reflecting on all of our friends and our family and our, our poly circle, which mm-hmm. is like, it keeps growing. Right. And, and it was just, I think there was a lot of gratitude and a lot of, uh, like I, the, the typical stuff that some of our brains do, which is, you know, you don't deserve this. You don't work hard enough, blah, 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 blah. What I know, I know it's bullshit. Um, I work hard enough, <laughs> <laughs> but just hard enough, not too hard. <laughs> but like, I, I think there was a lot of that and perhaps it's, um, we'll say seasonal or time of the time of the month or whatever, you know, hormonal thing as well that doesn't help with this but i can see that the next couple of weeks are going to be these kind of like because hmm. additionally i know me and i know that i need stuff to look forward to mm-hmm. and like i've been looking i've literally been looking forward to these past three weeks for i don't know years yeah 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 well do you know what we do have to look forward to we have a pendulum party coming up in april we do 25th 28th damn it why do they keep moving it? April 28th, <laughs> we have our next pendulum party. So if you're in the area or want to be in the area, come on over. I know there are already some folks planning on coming from Radelaide. further afield, yeah. which is good. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, we also have a uh, 
a getaway here in November, which sounds like a long fucking way away. Yeah. But in reality, it's just around the corner. Yeah. It'll be here before you know it. That is the 8th through the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to learn more about that, would go to www.bythebio.com.au slash events or exclusively rhp.com mm-hmm. or you can find us on rhp so yeah and look for escape to the tropics yeah and another event that's not one of ours but we very much do like it uh is the erotic ball yes. so the erotic ball is going to adelaide for all you adelaide folks are you adelaideans yeah get out go it's Atlanteans. april 22nd sorry I don't know what it is. (laughs) Yes. April 22nd, which again, is just around the corner. Yeah. Yes. So that is uh, just, you know, you could, you could theoretically go to the erotic ball and to a pendulum party. Yeah. It just requires, uh, you know. A flight. A a short flight. (laughs) Short flights, right? Yeah. Or you know it. All good. All good. Um, Yeah. But that'll be good. So if you're in the Adelaide region, check it out because it's a, it's a fun night. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. And I think that's all that we have currently upcoming yeah um i'm sure more things will pop up but that's as what they do got. yeah that's what yeah. that that's what happens i hope yeah. they do because mm-hmm. like i said looking forward to stuff <laughs> uh one of the things that i think helps me a lot as you might know from listening constantly as you do as you should as you may is our discord channel and if you want to be part of our discord channel all you have to do is support us on patreon at any level www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast uh make sure you link your discord id with your patreon account and when you do that you will automatically be in our group and yeah you get to see all the wonderful conversations that go on in our discord chat yeah there's a lot of good stuff it's really yeah really good this one it's been a lot this weekend and yeah i love it been great all different channels. That's the good thing is too. It's variety. And we all know I like variety. So the spice of life. It is. It is. <laughs> all right. And speaking of variety. A variety. Yeah. What do we got on today? I have no idea. Right. <laughs> so I know one thing I wanted to talk about, especially coming off of World Pride. Okay. I don't know if you have anything else nope. or we'll see where we go from here. Let's do it. Um, but coming off of the back of World Pride, we often talk about by erasure and negatives of bisexuality, that kind of thing. And we've talked a lot about that over the years in a lot of different ways, either in full podcasts or in bits and pieces along the way. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But what I want to look at today is positives. Sorry. (laughs) Are positives funny? Are they? Creepy, scary? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't have something that definitely says positive. We need like a bell ringing, like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we don't have one though. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, we, we don't. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So we're going to talk about the positives of bisexuality. Okay, I promise not to hit buttons anymore. <laughs> I say, uh, yeah, of of bisexuality, of being part of a community finding a community just kind of all of that yeah um so i wanted yeah just to talk about like it is a good thing and it can be a good thing it's it's not necessarily all negative it's not all dour and depressing yeah and i think we need to you know shift the focus and shift the language and the messaging around it all right i'm I'm down for this are you down for this i'm down okay okay let's get it on (laughs) and i guess there's a lot of different ways that we can look at this Let's use our eyes. What? Well, you said there's a lot of ways we could look at it. I think we should probably start with our eyes. Oh, uh, huh. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll, use, I'll use my eyes. Use your eyes, Angela. Come on. I thought you were saying to say I instead of we, and I'm like... Oh, oh my God. That's... There is no I and we. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> there is an us. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, when we look at... I'm going to say the... Um, the bisexual experience, Oof. my bisexual experience. I think we should start with my bisexual I mean, experience. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is, is the the capitalized? <laughs> the bisexual experience by Angela. I don't know. Um, but we can look at, you know, the experience of, of bisexual people in the community. So within the LGBTQIA plus community, kind of as a general thing, experiences with other bisexual people which we have quite a lot of. We tend to surround ourselves with 
<laughs> you know, bisexual people. Wait, are you saying we're sluts? <laughs> uh, experiences in the, the LGBTQIA plus environment. Yeah. Groups, parties, meetups, things like that. Coming out as bisexual, which I know we've talked about a few times before. And, um, you know, our experiences with partners. So romantic partners, sexual partners. Business partners. Yeah, business partners. I mean, yeah, all of it. And then also with allies. So there's a lot of different ways that we can look at this and, and you know, how is our experience in all these different environments. Do you have anything you want to say at this point? Because you look, you look expectant. I am in full support of you. <laughs> You're driving this podcast. I am just here to support you. I'm your yes ander. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, well we, we might be in trouble then. Yes, <laughs> and I am sure we will be. See? <laughs> so if we look at experiences of bisexual people in, in the LGBTQIA plus, like, you know, in general, mm-hmm. we've talked about the fact that, you know, yes, there are, I'm going to say negative ramifications, health risks. There's a lot of mental health things, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I do feel like as people find their communities and their tribes, that's going to help improve your outlook, your mental health and and your physical health. So I think it's, you know, both looking at how you interact with the world in general, but then also how do you find your tribe? How do you find your people? And then how does that impact you? Yeah. And also add to that, like when you do come out, yeah, it's it's hard because being bisexual isn't easy, right? I don't think being human is easy. I don't care if you're bi, pan, omni, gay, lesbian. I don't care what you are. Being human is hard. However, when you are your authentic human, when you can find a way to be yourself, that does take a lot of the the pressure off of it. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of us in general, we tend to be chameleons, and we try to change our color to the group that we're in. But if you can just be a plain old fucking lizard, you're mm-hmm. fine. And like, that's a time when, when you are your authentic lizardness, <laughs> whether it's Gila monster or iguana, I don't know why I chose lizards, but like, <laughs> it's just like, now I'm going down the lizard path. You can be a terrible lizard or, you know, if somebody, you know, fucks you too hard, maybe you're a dinosaur uh-huh. See, see uh-huh. what I did? Yeah. Anyway, look, the the point is when you don't have to worry about your own camouflage and you can be yourself, that's a great thing. And that's something else that you can take off of your own platter, mental platter. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just finding that that community in which you feel like you belong. And I think that's really important. In fact, we had a Discord person recently, like within the last week or two, who was asking about I forget the exact words, but essentially how to make friends within the community, how to find a community, how to break into that type of thing. And like, you know, how basically how do you find these people? Because as adults, we, you know, it's hard to make friends and it's hard to find new communities. And a lot of times it's through if you have kids, it's through kids and their kids, yeah. friends and sports and school things and whatever. It's through your work, potentially. And then what do you do outside of work and who do you interact with other than that? Maybe people in the neighborhood. And yeah, it's, it can be really, really hard. But when you do find that community and whether it be through munches, meetup groups, going to clubs, getting online and looking at people, I actually think it's an interesting dynamic compared to other ways of meeting people because the only thing you have in common with these people is your sexuality. Yeah. So when you go into these spaces, like, I mean, it can be, what do you talk about, right? Because it's not like you're going into a bridge club and you can talk about playing bridge, right? Or like a car club and you can talk about cars and, and it, or maybe an exercise class and you talk about exercise or, you know, health and body or whatever. You really only have your sexuality to talk about. Like, and so you have to really find ways to connect with other people. But then when you do, I feel like it's on a much deeper level because what you share is a lot more visceral and a lot more who you are. Well, I I mean, I agree, but then I don't agree because I think I like my grandmother and how she played bridge and like that bitch was, (laughs) she was fucking bridge. Like she was bridge. If she was any more bridge, she'd be called golden gate. Like literally she was fucking bridge. Uh And then I think about like cars and I'm like, Okay, cool. My grandfather literally was car. <laughs> he 
was if he was a car, he'd be an Edsel. Like literally there was like four people who liked him. Uh, and then when I think about like exercise, I think of some of the people on our discord, they are exercise. Yeah. So yeah. like, I know I, so I, I, but I do get what you mean because there is that, uh, and to, to take one of your words and expand upon it. I love the word visceral. And I don't know if this is a word, but there is a viscerality about I it's sexuality. I think it's a word. It should be. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It is now trademark mm-hmm. by the by. Uh, there's like, there is a, because you're just, dis- you're defining what you do when you're naked. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as I know, my grandmother never played bridge naked. If she did, good on her. <laughs> well, I mean, she could have. <laughs> how, Strip how bridge? How the <laughs> fuck do you shuffle like that? Anyway, um, you know, and like a lot of the things we don't do naked, but uh-huh. once you start including sexuality, people assume you're naked. And when you're naked, I mean, that's. They that, assume, that, but you aren't always right. Because they can also deal with romantic attraction. I know, blah, blah, I know. Blah, blah, but yeah. like what we assume when we hear Fair. bisexual, Fair. we were like, oh, cool. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> like, and I, I, some people have a problem with that. I do not. Mm. But like, yeah. So anyway, I get it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But I think also when you find the communities and you find where you feel like you belong or at least a group that you can at times be yourself with and whether that's in person, whether that's online, yeah. whatever that is, when you find that it it normalizes bisexuality and, and it kind of, I feel like it helps you accept yourself and to see yourself a little bit more for who you are. Yeah, I'll definitely say that once you find that you're not alone, it does make being more authentic a lot easier Mm -hmm. and we've seen that in our some of our discord chats is that people come in and at first they're like a little bit shy and then they start talking a little more and then suddenly they're like here's a picture of me naked (laughs) and i love that right that's 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 the way that we all should be on a daily basis not at work uh but it's it's kind of it's kind of amazing. Yeah, it's nice to to be at that point where you can accept yourself and you, you normalize your sexuality and find a group in and, which you can express yourself yeah. in a safe uh, safe way. Yeah, and I think along the same lines, you know, you you find that area, that community, that group where you can also get support. And again, whether that's in person, whether that's online, whatever that is, if it's a small community group like in your local community. Or if it's a greater thing, maybe where you meet up, say, once a month, once a year, whatever it is. But just to have some kind of support from time to time, because we all need help. We all need an ear. Sometimes we just need someone to be, right? Yeah. Because we've talked to those folks who, when we were going to Life on the Swing Set, the resort takeovers, where they're like, this is the only week in which I can be my 100% authentic self. And like, that's... And, it's a and, bummer, but at least you found that time, right? Yeah. And it's those times where you can have those shared experiences and really deepen that bond. And it goes back to the friendship formula, right? Where exactly. Like having that, that shared time and that intensity can really solidify those friendships and those relationships. And we've seen that. We've had that. Yeah. You know, there's people that we've met there in those situations. And it's like, they're great people. And we will, we still talk to them. We always will because of that time that was very, very intense together. Well, in I mean, recently we experienced that with the World Pride. We had a friend that we had met twice mm-hmm. at the Life on the Swing Set takeover. And she came down and we spent two weeks with her, two and a half weeks with her, whatever, however long it was. It, yeah. it wasn't fucking long enough. But every moment that we had, like it was like no time had passed. And that's like, oh, that's a magical experience. Yeah. That's a great friendship. Yeah, agreed. Well, and then there was another person that came from the U.S. that we met on Discord, but had never met in person. And then we were finally able to meet them in person. And it was so good. Like, honestly, it was so much fun and really just enjoyed spending time with them. And, you know, if we didn't have the online community, then we would not have met them coming down to World Pride because there were like hundreds of thousands of people coming in for World Pride. And it would have probably never happened. So it was it was really good. It's nice to have that. To again, you know, you've got the support, you've got shared experiences, you can be your authentic self around these people because we feel like we're all part of this community and we're all along f- kind of a similar track and we all take our own paths. But you know, there's there's one big main road we're sort of going down. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's really good, and I feel like there's a lot of I, I would say I felt a lot of that positivity 
today when we were marching across the bridge, just being part of not necessarily like the bisexual community, but the greater LGBTQIA plus community here within Sydney and, and everybody that came from, from overseas, interstate, wherever they came from. When you're marching across the bridge and there was a whole bunch of people at the end of the walk. But again, it was that sense of community and everybody was just positive and supporting and there wasn't, it didn't really feel any of that negativity there. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to find your group, find your tribe. I know it's hard. It can be very hard at times, but also the more that we do these things and the more we have these events, it creates visibility and it helps people who may feel isolated and may feel alone to see that there are other people out there like them and to kind of start to figure out where can I find that? Yeah. Where do we go? Yeah. From here. And then it makes you a better you. It makes all of us a better us. Yeah. Wow. That's profound. Is it? I mean, it feels it. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, so you've heard us talking about the game before, CuriousHumansGame.com. Go check it out. Use the checkout code, by the by. Why should you check it out? Well, here's one of the questions from their expansion pack, Deviant Humans. The question goes, I have a condom in my wallet or bag right now. Look, I'm just going to say it. If you've got a wallet, if you're a wallet carrier and it goes in your pocket, don't carry a condom. It's not good for the condom. It'll break down over time. And then it's pointless to have the condom. However, I always have a condom with me somewhere. Always. You never know when the opportunity is going to knock and I want to use my penis for the knocking. I also always have a condom and a little travel thing of lube in my purse. Angela plans with lube. Right now I have Two condoms in my purse. Well, because she expects the first one to fail. <laughs> uh, or I expect multiple uh, experiences. Fair enough. Or that. Mm-hmm. Look, if you liked that question and want to hear more, <laughs> you, which you should, it's fucking great. It's a great game. It's a great way to learn more about your friends, your family. I don't know. Uh, there is a family-friendly version, not of Deviant Humans, but just a base Curious Humans game is definitely family-friendly. It's fun as hell it's also a great icebreaker and way to learn about the people you might want to play with all you have to do is go to curioushumansgames.com and use checkout code by the by that's b-y-t-h-e-b-i why because you will get 10 percent off and we all love saving money they do ship worldwide uh highly recommend it. it's a fun as hell game check it out all right angela i'm gonna try something new what I need is just a statement or a question that you might ask. So do you want to talk about what you just did in there? Good one. <clears throat> well, do I want to talk about what I just did in there? I mean, I can talk about what I just did in there, but what's better is if I show you and how would I show you? Well, I would first go open my browser and I would go to www.adamandeve.com. 
Why? Well, because what I did in there just now, it was with one of the toys I got from adamandeve.com. How did I get it? Well, I used checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Why? Why did I do it? Well, I did it because I got 50% off that toy and free fucking shipping. That's right. I didn't pay a red hot cent for shipping and they sent it all the way down to Australia. I also got some extra things thrown in my box and I got six videos on demand. So do we want to talk about what I just did in there? No. I want to show you. I want to bring you in. I want to lay you back. I want to walk all over my face. I don't know even know what that means, but it sounds sexy when I say it like that. AdamandEve.com, absolutely. Use checkout code by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and uh, maybe you too will find out what I just did in there. So, look, if you are a human, uh, which I think is a very um, important question, right? I, I am, yes. Well, yeah, if you are, you are. I know uh-huh, you are. Uh-huh. But not everybody out there is a human. Okay. And I think one of the things that I've learned recently is that AI is a huge thing right now, right? Yes. yes. And everybody's talking about it, and we're not going to get in the debate over whether AI is good or bad or evil or if the, the singularity is going to happen or... If, you know, something's going to happen and I'm going to be like, come with me if you want to live. And you're like, but you haven't even touched my clitoris yet. Like that, we're not going to deal with that. But what we are going to deal with is I asked an AI bot. Oh, God. What are 10 positive things about bisexuality? Oh, God. Okay. And it answered. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, it answered. And I thought that you and I would quickly go through those 10 things and see if AI understand like are they good enough is the singularity real i mean do they understand bisexuality well enough and the human bisexual experience yeah okay let's just see let's i mean i I just want to know all right number one bisexuality allows for a greater range of potential romantic and sexual partners which can increase the likelihood of finding a fulfilling relationship (laughs) (laughs) so statistically i suppose if you say that now you have access from your potential partner pool, you have access to people of your gender and other genders. Yes. However, there's so much more that goes into it. Like you could be so incredibly picky on what you want in a partner versus somebody who is heterosexual or homosexual and they don't really care who the partner is. Are you saying that straights and, and homosexual people have less, uh, are, are less concerned about who they have sex with? No. Are you saying that that bisexuals are pick are, are pickier. Is that what you're saying? Cause I have heard we're greedy. I am just saying that there's potential both ways, right? So there's potential for bisexuals to be greedier. There's also potential for them not to. And, but if you're just going based on number of humans in the world and who's in your potential pool, then sure. Fine. I'm going to say for me, this is correct. <laughs> um, now this is not, taking into the account that of the, those partners might look at me and go, I don't want a bisexual human. Yes. True. Which that sucks. You're yeah. a bad person. If you do that, don't do that. But <laughs> this is one for the AI. Yeah, fair. I'm giving yeah, it to right. the AI I, I for me. I, I can only give it for me. Yeah. Right. For me, it's, it's a one on the Beeford scale. I'd, I'd give it. Number two. Mm-hmm. Bisexual. Indiv- I should say it like a robot. I can't. Bisexual individuals. I don't you know should, why you should ask Siri to read it. Oh my God. <laughs> Bisexual individuals have the ability to appreciate the beauty and worth of people of all genders, which can lead to a more inclusive and open-minded worldview. Oh, wow. I mean, fucking wow. oath they can. Yeah. Fuck, like right now, I basically want, I listen to that. And if, if a part, potential partner said that to me, mm-hmm. I would want them to terminate me uh-huh. in the ass. Uh-huh. Did you get a little moist? Come with me because I want to live. <laughs> like, honestly, that's that's fucking spot on. Mm, mm. Just saying. Yeah. Good. That's <clears throat> two on the Beeford scale. Okay. All right. Number three. 
bisexuality challenges the idea that individuals must conform to a binary understanding of gender and sexuality, promoting greater acceptance and understanding of diverse identities. Yeah. I mean, I agree. No. I mean, right there. But can I, can I read that? I need to read it. I feel like I need to read. Because there's something that's kind of going through my head, but I'm not sure if maybe, because hearing it and reading it can be different things. See, what we're learning here right, is right. that Angela is analog. <laughs> Beeford is digital. You're Bradford here. I'm a digital kind of guy. And okay. like, I like to put my digits in places. Sometimes in your mouth. Yeah. Sometimes in your rear. Sometimes in your ear. Yeah, and it's interesting because when you look at, I would say, just different populations out there now, and you look at younger generations, and there does, and even some, you know, cultural groups even, there can be more fluidity with gender and sexuality and things like that. And I would agree that within the bisexual community, I mean, obviously there is, but I would say it's not exactly limited to the bisexual community. Yeah, but I'm just saying we're better at it. Okay, fine. Sorry. That's what my robot friend okay. is saying. Sure. Well, we don't argue with the robot friend. Right. You know. Domo origato, Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah. We don't argue with that. Number four. Okay. Oh, that was three on the Beeford scale. Mm. Number four. Bisexuality can provide a sense of community and belonging within both LGBTQ plus and heterosexual communities, allowing for connections with a wide range of individuals. Ooh, that gets tricky because then- I know. To, yeah. Are you like straight passing yes. or, yeah. Look, this is one where Ooh. I got to be honest, the T-1000 didn't do as well. <laughs> so I don't agree with this. I feel like often we, this is where by erasure comes in, right? Yeah. So we can be sort of overlooked, uh, oftentimes either pushed out or ignored by the greater queer community and the heterosexual community, yeah. they don't, nobody wants to claim us, which is why fuck them, claim yourself. We are all ourselves. Yeah, that's interesting because it's basically saying, oh, you can be straight passing if you want to be. And, but at the same time, like you said, we're tend, bisexuals tend to be, I'm, I don't want to say shunned, but yeah, they tend to be a bit yeah. shunned from they look, both We're looked down right? on it often in many of those communities. It's like, or you don't 100% fit in with them. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you're not quite one of us is kind of the feeling that I get. I mean, you look at LGBTQ plus, mm -hmm. like those letters, we are literally the middle child. Yeah. We're not the young <laughs> ones. We're not the older ones. Like we're the middle child that's like, hey, remember yeah. we exist. Yeah. And we're right in the middle of the list. So. Mm -hmm. It's fine, but yeah. but Mr. Robot. I don't think I can give that one to Robot. It is a not an I robot right, this right. time. So we've got three to one. I think we've got. If you did your math better, that was number four, right? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> I can math. <laughs> Maybe you're the robot. <laughs> number number five. Bisexual individuals have the opportunity to experience a wider variety of sexual and romantic experiences, which can lead to greater self-discovery and personal growth. All right. But yeah, I guess because you have the opportunity to interact sexually with people of different genders. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah. 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 Like, right. Like yeah. you get to, you get to feel what it feels like and you get I, to taste what it tastes like. <sighs> yeah. I will say that the opportunity is there. But again, it comes back to, are you romantically bisexual? Is it a physical thing? Is it an attraction thing? So, but acting on it or not, it's, you have the opportunity to act on it. Exactly. And, and I'm just going to add to this, the, the little second part of this, which can lead to greater self-discovery and personal growth. I feel like that's also saying that bisexuals are just probably better people in general. I'd say more experimental. Or better, which is better. <laughs> so I'm going to give that a an added 0.5. Uh -huh. So that gets a 1.5. So math girl, where are we? Mm. Does it actually get a 0.5? Can you do that? On the Beeford scale, I can. Uh -huh. All right. We're at, we're at 4.5. 4.5 out of 5 to the robots. And then 1. And then negative 1. You know, it's like whose line is it anyway? <laughs> the points are arbitrary and don't matter anyway. Okay. Num number 6. Bisexual individuals have the freedom to explore their attraction to different genders without being constrained by societal norms or expectations. Oh, robot, Aww. I wanted to love you, but 
you don't know what it's like to human. <laughs> really don't. Like, I want, now this just makes me feel sad for the robot, right? Well, apparently the robot lives in some utopia. I want to be living in this AI world. <laughs> it's like, but you have nothing to worry about. Just, you know, fuck your neighbors. Isn't that what love thy neighbors meant? Like, oh, damn it, robot. You were doing so good, but. Uh, unfortunately, we have to adhere to societal norm. We don't have to, but th- there are societal norm pressures put upon us. There are stupid constructs. Yes, that that we have to certain groups we have to live within and deal with and figure out how to navigate through. Doesn't mean we have to adhere to them or conform to them, but we have to figure out how to navigate through it. This just makes me jealous that I'm not a robot. To be absolutely yeah. honest, because if I was an AI, maybe I could like. I could go for Betamax mm. or a VHS. Mm. Like I could do both. Oh my God. I could have like a orgy of Laserdisc, Blu-ray and DVD. Wait, wait, how many holes do you have there? Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but they could all go in my disc slot. <laughs> yeah. Shove wait, it wait. in. Do you have a floppy disc too? But well, it is. It's right now it is. <laughs> but with the right amount of RAM, it becomes a hard drive. <laughs> Just so excited. <laughs> Gigabyte me. Okay. <clears throat> Number seven. Bisexuality can help break down stereotypes and prejudices about LGBTQ plus individuals, promoting greater understanding and acceptance within society. Again. What what kind of prejudices are we breaking down? I just, I <laughs> love. in the, the community? There is this delightful, magical optimism that this <laughs> AI has that I just, I imagine it. Do you remember the movie AI where Haley Joel Osment played the little robot kid that whose family just like he was always a little boy and they were like, okay, well, we don't need you anymore. Go out into the woods. And like all he needed the entire movie was a hug. Like that's all the child needed. And now I'm like, oh, Haley Joel, you're now the thing that I'm asking questions of. I was going to say, do you need to reach in and give the AI robot thing a hug? I wish I could because I know what's going to happen is ultimately AI here is going to read more internet and and it's going to be like, oh, wow, you should all be terminated. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It's, it's, <laughs> all, right, all right. So we're four, eh, 4.5 for the robot and three against. Yeah, it's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, all right, I, all right. I noted that. Notice the eh. All right, I'm, I'm getting you. Picking up what you're putting down. Number eight. Bisexual individuals often have a strong sense of self-awareness and self-acceptance, having had to navigate their own unique journey of sexual and romantic discovery. I'll give it that. This one gives, I give it a 4.8 out of five, only because self-acceptance. I know a lot of us bi folk, we still struggle with our own self-acceptance. Um, we are often like overflowing with self-awareness because we're panicked about what people thinking about us. But self-acceptance well, is hard. Yeah. And I think to get to the point that you identify as bisexual, that you're out at least to yourself, even if not out to anyone else, you have to have a lot of that self-awareness. Yeah. Um, but I will say that you, you say that people in this community struggle with self-acceptance and yeah, absolutely they do. But I think that's also happens in all facets of society. Now, is it more prominent in this particular community group? Potentially, but I, do, I don't think it's fair to say that people outside of the bisexual community don't struggle with that. Fair enough. And because, because, because of media and everybody says, oh, you should be this, you should be that. And no matter what you are, nobody thinks they measure up to that. Eh, fair enough. Maybe none of us are self-accepting. Yeah. Well, that's even sadder. <laughs> We need our robot friends to lift us up. Okay, plus one on the Beeford. All right, all right, so we're at five and three. I just love that you had to look down at your fingers. <laughs> I, I was debating whether I'll give that to it, but I'll give it to it. Number nine. Bisexuality can promote a greater sense of empathy and understanding towards individuals who may have different experiences or identities. For most humans, I will say yes, but then there's other people who are like, just fuck off. It is what it is. Look, I'm going to be honest. There are bad everythings. <laughs> there are bad people. There are bad bisexuals. There are bad straight people. There are bad reviews on Amazon. There, there are bad podcasts. We're not one of them, but there are <laughs> some out there. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, and ultimately, 
I again, I I love the magical optimism that this AI has, and I am gonna support it because mm. because I feel like I have a greater sense of empathy and understanding towards individuals who have had different experiences, and I am assuming that because I logged in under my email address, this AI has looked under everything that I've ever searched for. And it's like, oh my God, Bradford is so nice. I will. And he likes a lot of furry porn. I will say that there is, uh, I don't want to say greater potential for empathy within the community, because I think there's other communities where that would also happen or other, maybe even jobs or things like that careers. But I will say that, exposure to people from different walks of life and their stories and how they ended up with where they are or their struggle there, if they're still, you know, they're currently struggling, like where they are with things. I think that creates or gives the opportunity to, to create empathy and to build empathy for people and to understand a little bit more what people may go through to get where they go. And then if you understand that in one realm of life, it's easier to apply it and to understand and to feel empathy for people in other realms of life. But again, depending on what you do for a career or where you live, that you can also build empathy in those ways. So I do think that being part of a marginalized community allows you a greater opportunity to build the empathy pathways. But I also don't think, obviously, again, like that is the only way, right? Yeah. But what I'm hearing is plus one. On the- <laughs> I'll give it. <laughs> Number 10. Bisexual individuals have the ability to be advocates for both the LGBTQ plus and heterosexual communities because we know the fucking heterosexuals need. More oh, they advocates. need. A- yeah, they, they need advocates working sure. towards greater acceptance and inclusion. Uh-huh. what I'm seeing here working. Sorry, let me finish working towards greater acceptance and inclusion for all individuals. So apparently we're the conflict negotiators between the <laughs> queer and the straights. They're like, OK, 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 look, straight people. You have the queers and a bank. What do you want? What do you demand? We will offer 12 pizzas. <laughs> like, really? Like, the straight people are demanding, like, I don't know, a, a helicopter and four parachutes, even though there's five of them, so it's like a mystery. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I don't agree with that one. No. Because I am not a mediator for, no. the, for the straight folk. Uh, I love straight folk. I like. I really do. They're great people. Yeah. But really, come on. I mean, we we represent and and can fight for and be allies for others in the LGBTQIA plus community. But yeah, no, I I can't give that one to the AI. Number one, we have to fight for ourselves. True. Sure. Sure. All right. So what was the roundup? What? How did we end up? We're currently six to four. Six point five to four. Good job, AI. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that I, for one, bow down to my new robot overlords, <laughs> and I hope that they provide me with lots of lovely bisexual people with which to frolic while I become human batteries for them. Um, bisexual people or bisexual robots? Oh my God, bisexual bots. Yeah. Um, I will Are say- Are they bisexuals? I will say that while you may bow down, I don't bow down because I feel like there's still a lot to learn. Yeah, look, nobody's perfect. Look in the mirror, Angela. (gasps) I am perfect. (laughs) I am perfect just the way I have complete (laughs) self-acceptance. Oh, my God. Is self-denial self-acceptance I also lie to myself. Yeah, right? Okay, so I did ask one more really important question. Okay, okay, what was that? What are the greatest things about bisexuals? (laughs) Here's the answer. Mm Mm-hmm. As an AI language model, I cannot make subjective judgments about individuals or groups of people. However, <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can tell you that bisexual individuals have the same potential for greatness and positive qualities as any other group of people. Some bisexual individuals may be kind, empathetic, intelligent, creative, or accomplished in their personal or professional lives, just as any other individual can be. It is important to recognize and celebrate the diversity and individuality within the bisexual community, rather than make generalizations or assumptions about them as a group. 
Okay. Now, if you ask that same question about some other group, any other group, does it give you the same answer, but just replace bisexual with that group? I don't know. Because uh, that sounds like a pretty fucking general answer. Okay. So following up on this, and look, I'm not trying to drag straight people. I know many of our listeners are straight, but I did ask, you know, for y'all, what's the greatest thing about straight people? Uh-huh. As an AI language model, I don't make subjective judgments or comparisons about groups of people. All individuals, regardless of their sexual orientation, have the potential for positive qualities and contributions to society. It's important to recognize and celebrate the diversity and individuality within all groups of people, rather than making generalizations or assumptions based on their sexual orientation. So... That sounds very similar. Very similar, but had less to say. I'm just saying, clearly bisexual (laughs) people are better. Like, I'm not saying you have to be bisexual. I'm just saying, if you are, you're better. <laughs> At least according to AI. Uh-huh. So when the Terminator finally comes to you, you better be like, like, I will come with whoever you are. Like, like, but I'm bisexual. Please spare me. Yeah. And they'll be like, all right, well, put them in the Bradford pile. <laughs> they might get an extra point five. You never know. And then I'll give you definitely an extra point five. Like that's, like, I'm not saying it's a lot. I'm just saying it's point five. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh well, well that was that was an interesting exercise. Look, ultimately AI is not necessarily perfect, but it's on the right track. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and it vacuums my floor. So, like in the end. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Keep cleaning the floor. You'll be fine. That's right. All right. Uh, any other last thoughts? Nah, I think I'm good. Uh, let us know what your AI thoughts are. <laughs> I mean, are you ready to succumb to our robot overlords? I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe you aren't. If you are, message us, the atoms of love at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at By the By Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can go to our website, www.bythebio.com.au, and uh, go to our contact us page, and you can message us through there. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Uh, support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash bythebiopodcast, and then you can become a Discord member. We love to chat with all of our folks out there. Angela, any final thoughts? Happy World Pride as we wrap it up. Yes. I wonder if anybody actually ever listens to these. Does anybody come to the end of the podcast? Like, Please let us know because I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess as soon as I start talking about all the socials, they're like, I'm going to listen to that. Um, but now they'll miss things like boogity 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 boogity. So tell us a fun fact about yourself. Um, I have 10 toes. <laughs> okay. I think it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Good. There you go. All right. See ya. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.